You're listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumare. Hello, I'm John Paulette. And I'm Mary Jo Tumare. Mary, do you know that the first Republican debate is August 23rd? Oh, John, this is so funny. I was texting with a couple of friends last night and I said, oh, we should make it a drinking game. And one guy goes, oh, yeah, but if it's a drinking game and I don't want the words abortion, what was the other word he said? He goes, because I'll be drunk in the first five minutes. Oh, yeah, we'll be gone. Yeah. And I said, how about a bingo card? And then um, Kat said. Yeah, I want witch witch hunt as my center square. And oh I was like, yeah, winner! But winner. Actually, I think we could really set up something for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like in on that, and I, uh, I'd like for my center square. I want woke. Oh, woke is a good one because I said hoax, but I think woke or witch hunt are the two best. Yeah, I think yeah, they are. I think those are are really good. But John, do you think? that that the debate will actually get all these players on the stage together. No, I think we are going to once again have uh, the JV squad on a second night because I don't think we're done getting candidates. Oh, uh, really? No. And maybe I missed her saying she just wasn't. Didn't we think Christy Noem wanted to be president? We, we did, but she's been quiet. Yeah. And I thought that Liz Cheney might take a run of it, but she may be letting Chris Christie do the dirty work for her. She, she could be. And, I mean, Doug Burgum kind of counts uh, as the, you know, nutball millionaire who wants in. But he's been governor, so he's really kind of in the political mainstream. And uh, I always say Ramaswamy, is that Close. Yeah, I don't know. How. Vivek, is his first name Vivek? Vivek, yeah. I should yeah. just call him Vivek. I know how to pronounce that. I mean, he counts for that. He was like, uh, who was the Democrat uh, last time uh, who was the um, uh, guaranteed income guy? Who Remember? Kind of oh, and- fire Andrew work. Yang? Andrew Yang. We need yeah. him. And then there was that guy from South Carolina. Uh, California, who looked kind of like a bird and always wore plaid ties. Oh, yeah. What was that guy's name? I forget. Yeah, I forget. But you it. know who we, there is someone in the race like that, and it's Robert Kennedy Jr., but he's oh, running yeah. the Democrat. But, you know, in all these, um, they keep shuffling the deck, and some anti vaxxers who are Trump, Trumpy or lean in that direction you know there's some reporting that some of those people are taking a serious look at robert kennedy jr and how does that shake things up because you're not pulling democrats to vote for him but you may be pulling republicans Republicans to vote in in the democrat democratic um primaries but their primary the primaries do not match up necessarily now because the democrats changed their schedule so could That's can you vote in both? I mean, yeah. it is really interesting. No, you can't, you can't vote in both, can you? No. I don't know. But like, let's say 
what happens in Ohio, for example, because you know I'm a poll worker, Yeah. that um, someone comes in, they ask for a Republican ballot or a Democrat yeah. ballot. And that's what sets your party identification until the next election. But what if they're not on the same day? Ooh. And then they must have it. I mean, I guess when you go into the system, they'll say, oh, you already voted in the primary. Something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, John. No, we'll have to find that out. I did want to mention this is kind of a, a sideline thing. Uh, Republican anti-vaxxers who might be interested in RFK Jr. Don't they have an interesting problem? Because the thing that Donald Trump is kind of most rightfully proud, uh, although he's gotten quiet about it, was warp speed and the yeah. development of the vaccines. And remember, he thought that if they the vaccines came out before the election, that that would win him the election. And so he was pressuring them to approve it. So, you know, I guess in Trump world, you're always in this place of, am I opposed to vaxes, uh, vaccination, or is it the thing I'm most proud of? Hard but to you know, tell. It is an interest. Let's say that, that Trump, you know, is indicted and, doesn't run or just is so weakened. If you're an anti-vaxxer and once were a Democrat, because some a lot of Trumpy people were once Democrats, right? Then maybe um, Kennedy is a, an attractive candidate for you. I, I don't know. I mean, I I think it mixes things up not in a way that hurts Biden, but could help hurt a, a Republican. But John, there's so much to talk about because. There is the Trump thing because that dude is in a lot of trouble and that they, the proverbial shit is starting to hit, hit the fan on that. Yeah. I like to call know. it. He's in a pile of poop. He's in a pile of poop and we don't know how that's going to affect him in the primaries. And Chris Christie is going on the, the full frontal on him. <laughs> I don't know if you saw him yesterday, but I that did. dude was, He's pretty good at that, I have to say. Yeah. Why do you think, and like every commentator I've heard says, Chris Christie did a great job. He's a great campaigner, but he has no chance of getting the nomination or being elected president. Do you agree with that? I, I, I don't did. think I, I don't think I agree. Oh, you don't agree. No. So you, you think, think if, if Trump is out. Yeah. Then could is there a lane? I mean, Christie has definitely carved his lane out. There's no doubt about that. Um, I just don't think there are enough Republicans now that um, would support that the Trump hating. Can he weaken Trump? Yes, but I think the more interesting question is why is Christie? He says he's running to win, but I think he's running as penance. Penance, interesting. Mm -hmm. So, like he went into the confessional, said, "Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I, I became a big supporter of uh, Donald Trump." And so, the Father said, three Hail Marys, three Our Fathers, and run for president." Yeah, and take him out. I don't know if that's true, but he has a lot of explaining to do. He does. Let me tell you my theory here. Okay. If now this has to happen sooner than later. If uh, Donald Trump is indicted again now for the documents and maybe even for the January 6th and the uh, the big donors, the support 
say, we're done with him. By the time the debates start, it's clear he's fizzling. And so Donald Trump does whatever. He either just decides not to run, or maybe he says, I'm going to run his third party. But he goes, wait, wouldn't all the candidates, without sitting down and agreeing, but put on their own, all agree, okay, Donald Trump is no longer a an issue. And we didn't want him to be an issue anyway, because we all have some mud on that. And so all the Republicans just stopped talking about Donald Trump. And there is no more of a thing of being an anti-Trumper. You can talk about other stuff now. And they would all be so happy to, to be that. Uh, the Trump people, of course, are kind of gravitating around looking for somebody to glom on onto. And Chris Christie is kind of the biggest personality there. He seems like a fighter. He's pretty media savvy. Does all of that part float over to him? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, he's a very traditional Republican, so you will get back the never Trumpers who moved and voted for Biden, actually, or didn't vote at all. They would vote for Christie. They wouldn't think twice about it. And I think they'll all forgive him for his um, really being partly responsible for Trump getting elected. Um, I mean, I guess it's a possibility, but I just have a feeling that the Trump, even if Trump fades, that the Trump part of the party is still significant enough that you need someone um, more Trump-like and less Trump-hating than Christie. Because Christie will damage himself with those voters before the first vote is cast. And because he, you know, I mean, he has decided, he called the family grift. He called out um, Ivanka and Jared. He just basically said Trump's a dumbass. And um, he was brutal, as opposed to his soft counterpart, Mike Pence. Oh, yeah. Mike Mike is kind of at peace with himself. Do you think? I, I think he's running for, for the nomination of a party that does not exist. Yeah, absolutely. It it absolutely does not exist. And I I cannot even come up with a plausible way that Mike Pence becomes the nominee. And they, I mean, it's kind of interesting. When I was thinking about it this morning, I was thinking, you know, could the religious right mobilize so much that they would be able to push him ahead? Certainly in Iowa is a place that's plausible uh, for that kind of thing. And uh, while I was thinking about that, I, I noticed that Pat Robertson died, who it seemed to me, my facts may be wrong. Didn't Pat Robertson either like win or run kind of strong in Iowa? He did. That he did. Yeah. I don't know if he won, but so um, after Pence gave his speech yesterday, which I did listen to quite a bit of and and he did go to the life issue and unapologetic and you know, I will never back down, blah, 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 blah. And so there was some analysis on that by somebody who follows Pence that he thought his lane was going to be evangelicals and the religious right on the abortion issue, especially when Trump started to waver on that. And Trump was like, 
you know, the reason we lost the midterms because of abortion and, you know, Trump, he doesn't believe in anything. So he just says any old thing. And um, but the evangelicals are coalescing around Trump. And so whatever chance Pence had to do that, he they will he not be with him. And without without them, he's got nothing. And, you know, his speech he might as well have been a bishop. I mean, that dude is God this and God that. And I thought, you know, maybe religious people would vote for that, but any regular run-of-the-mill American, which most people are not religious, would be like, I don't want someone that thinks God has ordained him to be president, because I don't think God does that. No, no, absolutely not. And, you know, maybe there is an opening, but I, I agree Trump almost would have to go away, which plausibly he doesn't. Uh, you know, I propose it a little bit, but I think we've come to know Donald Trump well enough. Donnie, we got to know ye well enough to know that there is nothing that makes him quit. Like nothing. even losing an election, he still goes on. And he's motivated, John, because let's assume that he's indicted by Georgia by the feds for Mar-a-Lago and January 6th. And those cases go on and on and on all the way through November. He His winning is what protects him from the consequences of his bad actions. So right. why would he drop out? I mean, I know some people are saying that might happen, but he will campaign with, a, you know, ankle bracelet on. Right. Absolutely. I, th I think and, so. I don't see what the motivation for no. him. And if, if Christie is going to take all these other guys out for him, Christie's just going to do his bidding. Absolutely. And, you know, everybody says over and over, I guess we all think, okay, so he wins the nomination. He's not going to win the general. First, we thought that in 2016 over and over again. But there are so many little things that can screw that up, including what if Joe Manchin runs as a no-label yeah. candidate? He is a plausible candidate. Uh, people follow, you know, he's kind of developed this brand for I'm the centrist uh, moderate. I don't think he's going to be elected president. Could he take enough votes away? That's a re real thing. Uh we know already there is a combination of electoral votes really determined by a very few states and very few votes. Think back to 2016 that could fall in place. Now, can Donald Trump draw to an inside straight again? Shit, he's been doing it all of his life. Honestly, although all the um, third party candidates, um, even you know, uh, Kennedy Jr. Yeah. I think a nerd to the benefit of Joe Biden. Yeah. Because Joe Biden doesn't have anybody to his left that will pull. I mean, he's got that Marianne, um, that trippy girl, but yeah. I don't, I don't think that he's got anyone that will pull a significant number of votes away from Democrats and Trump, the threat of Trump is so great. We've lived through that nightmare. Yes. I think most Democrats are like, we cannot do that again. No, I, I mean, I should include, I think this yesterday or the day before, Cornell Wilde, uh, 
announce that he will be running on some little party like the Poverty Party uh, for president. So not not in the primary. And uh, actually, I feel pretty certain about this. There's a little restaurant down the street from us. There are like six people there who will actually vote for Cornell. Right. Yeah. And most of the people that should vote for him don't vote. No, no, absolutely not. Actually, on a time. On a time. Yes. And you and I could talk about this like we were bored. Everybody witless, all our loyal listeners. Yeah. Okay. We'll go. I'll go back and talk to myself. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Sibling Talk is a JMP production. Theme song by David Paulette.